Fourth, are you good? Fourth time's the charm. I mean, Title. you're going to have to lead us through this because you're the host. <laughs> but yeah, sure. I know. Should All we, right. should <clears> we <throat> just redo the... God damn it! God damn it! And it's been five <laughs> fucking minutes! We need to stop <laughs> Whose fucking fault is that, John? <laughs> there you go. Now you have that isolated... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Senpai! I'm so sorry! Oh, God. Calm down. <laughs> everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I am your host, John, and joining me tonight, we have our wizard of wait, what, Chinoda. I'm going to Philly! He's going to Philly, guys. Our chivalry of Schultz's, Shotaro. Watashi wa shodas. <laughs> and we have, joining us as a cast member instead of host tonight, Alex Senpai. I just got one word to say. Banana! <laughs> Aho Girl is great. Everyone should watch it. Or read it. Uh, it's pretty funny to or read, read it. too. Yeah. I think that the, the anime is going to cover more than the manga has been translated so far anyway. So. Cool. Either I'm fine way, with that. Good, good show. Uh, before we get started, some news and announcements. Uh, today is Hatsune Miku's 10th anniversary birthday. Woo-hoo. She's 10 years old. Woo! It's my sweet electric angel. <laughs> I have I've personally been a fan of Miku for almost 10 years now. Uh, I discovered her in about October, October, November. About 10 years ago. So, you know, I've got like three more months to officially be 10 years a fan. Uh, I, I love Miku. How many figures do you Miku. have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> oh, six, no. seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten! I have ten figures. One for each year. I, <laughs> yes, he does! <laughs> I, uh, I have like a shrine in my room. If you guys ever catch me on uh, Twitch at Kamikaze206. Oh, wait, no, that's not my handle. <laughs> Mian Kid too. Jesus Christ, self-advertised much? <laughs> I have so many different in-game names, okay? But, uh, yeah, I have, a, like, a shrine where all my figures are of Miku stuff. It's pretty awesome. That was just... I think I'm the only Vocaloid fan here. Oh, actually, Marcus is a fan, but he's not joining us tonight, sadly. I like Vocaloids, but I'm more of a casual fan. I'm not a hardcore fan like you are. I just listen to music. I mean, am I really a hardcore fan? What what differentiates me as a hardcore fan versus a normal fan? You have ten my shrine, <laughs> my fucking shrine. That's what. You have a shrine to your waifu god. <laughs> she is not my waifu. She is just someone that needs to be beloved by all, never ever defiled. So, what do you think of those ludes I sent you a couple days ago? Fucking disgusting. I hate ludes. Like, <laughs> don't don't lude Miku. How dare the internet? You know. Moving on. Uh, speaking of Japan. One of our cast members has just returned from the Rising East. Great segue. I guess. Great. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I don't remember what they're called. The Land of the Rising Japan? Sun. Land? Oh, the, the Rising East. More <laughs> the Rising East? Yeah, welcome to the Anime Club cast where I actually don't care about Japan at all. Yeah. That's just me. Anyway, show. Well, yeah. How was Japan? It was amazing. I was there for two weeks. I loved every single second. Um... 
just an FYI to anyone who thinks or to everyone who's ever said that like Japan is not a paradise and it's not perfect and like don't get your hopes up because it's just another country they are wrong and liars because <laughs> Japan is the best thing ever and you should all go because it's amazing um my favorite like city was Tokyo because um I'm like such a city girl you know uh I there's just so many skyscrapers and billboards like everywhere like I thought that New York was supposed to be like the peak of urbanization but Tokyo is like literally like light years beyond any other city I've ever been to like it's so futuristic and amazing and it's so clean and everyone is so nice it's like it's like there's nothing there's nowhere better than Tokyo I mean show oh, you and- just tried to compare New York to Tokyo that that's not a comparison it's like comparing the sewers aren't they sister cities though aren't they supposed to be sister cities i swear what's a trashy sister then (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah of course you have that one trashy sister (laughs) anyway uh but isn't like did you new york is trashy but like isn't it like glorified i don't know i was disappointed when I, i went to new york anyways what was your question did you find a rabbit cafe? I did, but I didn't have time. There was also porcupines oh, and hedgehogs, but I didn't have oh. time. Oh my god! I was. Too- I wanted you to go there. I wanted the picture. Okay, like I looked for cafes in Akihabara, and there were like none. Okay, Akihabara is actually smaller than I thought, or maybe I just got lost. But I'm pretty sure it's like, it's I like was. Four by two city blocks. Isn't it? That's not what I heard. Wow, really? <laughs> well, maybe I got my information wrong because four by two sounds appropriate to what I saw, and I'm like, I expected much bigger. But the real anime paradise lies in Kebukuro, if you want, to, because that's where all the BL is, and that's where I be. <laughs> Oops! Oh my god, I just punched my mic. <laughs> <laughs> you got so you got so excited by the prospect oh of BL that so you punched into his mic. It. Oh, I was so surprised because I was so looking forward to going to Akihabara. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just drop by an Ikebukuro, whatever the fuck is there. And then I realized, like, all the stuff that I want is an Ikebukuro. And I'm like, oh, my God, my paradise. Um, I have a yeah. question, though. What? When you were in, when you were in Ikebukuro, did you find Selfie's head? I didn't actually find... I knew you were going to make I knew you were gonna make a Dorara joke. <laughs> I mean, you got it. I couldn't resist. I was like, Ikebukuro must be Dorara. There was, like, apparently, like, supposed to be some Dorara-themed things, but I didn't see them. Also, it looked different from the pictures that were whatever. It was very different, but it was very different from what I saw online of how it's supposed to be. But I loved it anyways. Um, anyways, I also went to Comic Cat. I went to like the last day um, and I was surprised that the entire comic market was just all eight full halls of porn of women. Like, first of all, where's the safe for work? Second of all, where's my BL at? Like, where is my stuff? <laughs> Again, you went on the last day. Like, circles sell out so quickly on, on the first fucking day. These are just regular artists who are just like, hey, we're trying to get our shit sold. And they'll be out within, like, a day or two. It's not very surprising, you know? It is extreme. Only like, Wait, but why was it all porn? Shouldn't the porn sell oh, out first? I mean, or maybe I just prioritize comic cats for dojins, isn't it? Isn't it just for, like, fanfic? Isn't it no, literally just fanfic centered? Not safe for work. There's a shit ton that's safe for work. I don't know what you are into, John. You uncultured I honestly have, have no idea why you would be reading safe for work dungeons. Just saying. Because it's kawaii. All I need is the kanko uh, and you the fate 
And you are the reason why Kamiga is such a garbage trash can. It's you. Jesus. <laughs> you and your fucking yes. idols and fate. Literally, that was all that was there. Idols and fate. Yes. Like, That's not what I want. That's all you need. No. Idols and fate. What you should have no. done. What you should have done is found some Vocaloid Dojinchi and just sent it to me. Oh, I would have fucking flipped. Please don't. Anyway. God, disgusting. Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip and you made it back safely. It sounds like it was a fun time. It was. I'm gonna have to stalk all your pictures later. <laughs> Feel free, they're public. Excellent. Anyway, moving on. Uh, getting into the topic of the night. Um, the topic we want to discuss is something I proposed, and it's uh, how death is handled in anime and manga. And by the way, major spoilers ahead. Uh, we will try our best to give you a spoiler warning right before. So that way you can, like, I don't know, pause and then just skip through it, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but and this is going to be a giant spoiler oh cast. Cause... <laughs> and hopefully the things that we spoil will be in the description, so you will be somewhat warned. <laughs> also, show us keeping yeah, track of things, so if, if anything happens, you can blame him. I'd like to say, allegedly keeping track of him. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. So, as a start, uh, I'd like to start this off about how I want to talk about how death is used as a catalyst to move storylines because I've been reading a lot of manga lately that have a lot of characters dying off that I'm just like what the fuck why would you kill these people off why would you set me up and then just kill them off and uh spoiler warning for Goblin Slayer uh <laughs> like the, it it got me because I just thought oh look at the pretty drawings look at look at how these characters are they're the main party because the first one's introduced literally five panels in person fucking spirits of the throat girls being raped and then like Ooh. another girl getting stabbed with a poop knife Ooh. and i'm just like holy shit what <laughs> and goblin slayer is really good it's very berserk like or um oh god what's the other one i always recommend to you guys Ubelblot. it's very like Ubelblot. i said like wanna... it's berserk you... i'm fucking sold yes, have you read Ubelblot? yes i have would you recommend it hell yeah it's fucking great i love patrol anime slash manga i started i want, I want Ubelblot. and i just uh, it felt boring i don't know if i should continue or not uh, it depends on how far you get. Uh, he finally get, when he starts getting revenge, that's the best part. Oh. Like if you like revenge porn stuff, yeah, Ubelblot's the way to go. But speaking of Goblin Slayer and multitudes of other manga, uh, it just it got me because it set me up to thinking like, oh, here's the main party. It's a fantasy. They're gonna be the ones like you know the story is about. It's like nah, just kidding. These guys are just like literally nothing. The only person from the main party was the priestess girl or the cleric, whatever the fuck she was. She actually is part of the main story, kind of. Whereas she kind of likes the main character and she shows up like half the time. But it's actually about a guy who's called the Goblin Slayer who kills a bunch of people. Kills a bunch of goblins. And holy shit, it's, it's, uh, it's graphic, man. This has like, these a, goblins are like... Sounds like it has a very similar setup to Berserk. Yeah. Like even the smallest goblin monsters are like, they overpower and they just like keep hordes of women and they rape them and Jesus. stuff. And I'm just like, this is pretty graphic and grotesque. Uh, I personally don't like gore very much. Like I don't mind if it's there. You know, if it's used properly in the right times like in Berserk. Uh, but in, in Goblin Slayer, it's just, it's too much for me. Uh, there's a lot of just people who die. <laughs> it, there's no purpose for their deaths, is what I'm getting at. A lot of anime and manga, I, I feel, use death as just kind of like, oh, well, someone has to die, so the story has to progress. I, I personally don't think that's true. I, I personally think that deaths need to be, I guess, treasured more, more valued, you know? Because if someone dies... <laughs> See, oh, I disagree, because, like, if you, the thing is that when you make every death really treasured, it feels super, like, obvious. I don't know. It's really, it's not really faithful to reality. It feels unreal. Whereas, like, it, it feels it like feels, every death is forced, yeah. Yeah, forced. 
Whereas when it's like random people died every now and then, it feels more realistic, and more um, easier to, to believe. It's more believable. Okay. Uh, my, my next example was going to be Gurren Lagan And spoilers for Gurren Lagan. They haven't um, seen it after 10 <clears> When years. they kill the cool... I know, right? After this 10-year-old anime you've never seen. Hey, that's... You know, some people haven't seen uh, Astro Boy. That's fucking that's 30 yeah. years old. Shit, I still haven't seen <laughs> anyway, Tokyo, uh, so... <laughs> you fuck fucking... That's going to be something we're going to be talking about tonight, Chinoda, by the way. I'm going to be... Uh, I'm just, just tell me uh, when, you get, when we get to it. I'll just take my headphones. <laughs> okay. Lovely. All right. So, Gurren Lagan is... um. It's a pretty good anime. It, I personally didn't want to think it was great because the first time I watched it, I was like, "Holy fuck, fuck this!" Uh, one of the coolest guys dies right at episode oh, seven. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Ka- yeah, Kamina dies in episode yeah, because seven. Because he's not even the main character anymore. <laughs> See, Ed, this plays into what I mean. All right, so we spend six episodes building up Kamina as like this ray of hope for Simon the Driller. Like, this really cool-ass, badass guy. And then when he sacrifices himself to, and dies for everyone, right? It's a really sad moment, and it pushes Simon forward, and Simon learns, like, with tears in his eyes as he's activating the Giga Drill. It's just like, oh my god, this is such... It's impactful, you know? When I was little, I couldn't handle that, so I didn't like it, but a- after I grew up a little more, I watched it, I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> however, however, as you notice, they repeat the same arc three times in Gurren Lagan. Like, how Simon has to, you know, shoulder the burden of everything, and it takes a death of someone to push him forward. And it actually acts as a catalyst three times. And I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but to me, I just felt like, well, that's kind of lame, how they had to use a death to push him forward. Like, when Kamina dies, um, when the world's at stake the second time, and then at the end, when he he saves the girl that he loves, only to know that she'll never exist again. When they're literally throwing galaxies at each other. Yeah, when they're literally throwing galaxies at each other, and then he finally gets the girl, and then she dies. And I'm just like, dude, fuck my life. I am so torn up right now. But the, and, the second time, like, he didn't grow from her death. No, he didn't, but it, it was just like, he's finally come to terms with like, yeah, life's fucking sucks, but you don't do it for yourself, you do it for everyone around you, even when they don't believe in you. Which I believe to be a beautiful message. You know? Indeed it is. But it's kind of like the only person. It's kind of like that old. The adage. only person in the series. No, no. I, the only person in the series in Gurren Lagann who actually kept Kamina death. The only one person who ever thought about Kamina the entire time was Yoko. <laughs> she was the only person in the series because after si- after Kamina dies, Simon, you know, he powers up and he becomes a better MC. But then he learns to just grow by himself without thinking about Kamina, other than like thinking back, like, oh, I need to be the man. I need to be someone who everyone can look up to. Like that's all he thinks about. But he doesn't reflect on the death, like looking at how you can be a hero by sacrificing yourself for the better until the very end when he finds someone to love. So it makes it beautiful in that sense. But literally everyone else did not care about Kamina's death other than Yoko. And I'm just like, dude, I hated Yoko. Why? Fuck Yoko. Wait, really? Why? Yeah, I didn't like Yoko. Okay. I just, because her character wasn't fleshed out at all, you know? Have you seen those tragic? That's pretty fleshed out. She's like 14. Fuck yourself. (laughs) Anyway, to think about that's that. my piece on Gurren Lagann. Like how it's his, Kamina's death is used as a catalyst in the very beginning. It means nothing in the middle, but it actually means something at the end again, which is beautiful. That's how it all connects, by the way. That's how I interpret it. Because once you find something to love that you're willing to sacrifice everything for, then you're okay with that death being used. And I'm just like, that's a beautiful sentiment. That, you know, even in death, you can still give on. You can still live. Beautiful. Go watch Gurren Lagann, guys. Please. It's been like 10 years. Please watch it. Mm. Yes, go spend go spend a million dollars on the Blu-ray. No, don't do that. Just watch it on Crunchyroll or something. 
So something similar to uh, Gurren Lagann's Kamina dying and then his legacy living on and like spiritually continuing on into the later parts of the plot. Um, that reminds me of Death Note. Spoilers for Death Note. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, where L dies, but his ghost sort of lives on <laughs> in Near and Mellow. And then like that's what is... That's what plays an integral part in like the later in like the finale of Death Note. So that I just thought that was similar. I have really nothing else. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to say about Death Note's deaths because there's a bunch of deaths in there that I don't care about that is part of the plot. Like when Light starts discovering how he can kill people and how he can use them. Like that's a different use of death because this is an anime centered around actual death, like him finding a Death Note killing people. Yeah, you know, trying you to could, better the world. You can make the case so that every single death in Death Note is significant to, well, light to, light. to Light's yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Is it though? It, well, and then later, well, yeah, to, because to Mises more character. the more deaths, the more deaths that Light made, the more he realized like what type of absolute power he has, and the more it warps his character. And then when that bitch comes along and makes it worse. Listen, oh, she, fuck made you. Him she made such it a better. better Damn, dirty. Oh she God, made she everything was. worse. Thank no, you. fuck you. That's why you're my main bitch. She was his right hand woman. God, she was his maid of honor. God, not even the best girl in Death Note. <laughs> she was. Damn. What are you talking Damn. about? Excuse you me. Stupid. Death Note is the only Death Note is the only show where I can definitively say Rim is best girl. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Anyway, we're not getting into waifu wars here. We're talking about death and death animes and whatnot. Um, my other point about how to use deaths even better than in Gurren Lagann. Because in Gurren Lagann, I found it that it was just... It just lost halfway. And then it, they try to come back to it at the end. And I think that's okay. You know, because it comes back. It's like, the spirit never dies. Live the legend. It's, it's great. It's great. Full of manly spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Code Geass. Spoilers for Code Geass next. Oh, here we go. Uh, Chinoda, you may, you may want to remove your yep, headphones. Just tell me when you guys are... Done. Now yeah, we'll we'll let you come back in. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna tell you if your headphones are off. Just type a message. Yeah, just send him a message yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be too long. Don't worry. Take your time. <laughs> All right. All right. So three, two, one. Spoilers for Code Geass. Uh, one of the things in Code Geass is deaths of main characters don't really mean much, and there's really. What? Go ahead, but I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that it, it, how they use death is great because. The first death that really affected being affected the story of Code Geass was Shirley's death. Because mm. if we don't count the beginning part with the whole, you know, the assassination shit of uh, Lelouch's mom and whatnot, <laughs> that the whole thing that starts the reason he rebels. Let's was not think about Shirley's that. Shirley's death in season two? Yes. What about Euphemia? Rol- Did she matter? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> she was so important to that uh, Cornelia and Suzaku and Lelouch. She was really important to all of them, and then she, ma- her death made their characters all change, in my opinion. I think she was really important. Anyways, continue with the Shirley. I guess, yeah, they do kind of change, but I think that was more of a Lelouch learns, like, the boundaries of his powers. Like, no. holy shit. He grew up no? with her. He grew up with Euphemia. Like, they were childhood friends. Like, he really cared for her. I really don't see it, it playing a part into his grandmaster plan of things, though. No, not like it's his. It's his character. Like uh-huh. he loses his humanity slowly, and that's a very important pivotal point where his humanity significantly decreases. Oh, I see what you mean. Not in like yeah, that makes political speech. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense because that plays into the whole Shirley thing. When Shirley dies, uh, it's a it's a big impact on Lelouch because he honestly didn't care that anyone died. Like he kills uh 
a bunch of people. He uses a bunch of people with the zero black knights or whatever the fuck they were called. I don't remember. Knights of Zero, right? The black knights? <laughs> I don't remember. Are they just the, the black, black knights? knights? <laughs> yeah. The Kudo Kenshi. Fucking uh, Yeah, because he utilizes a bunch of people after that. I see what you mean. I didn't think about that one. I forgot about that death. Oh, my oh, God. That, that, that makes, the most oh, important one. <laughs> no, because there's so more. No, there's many Shirley. more Shirley important deaths. Shirley should have died in fucking episode one. I hate that bitch. No, but then when Shirley dies, his humanity gets restored because he actually was like, holy shit, I didn't want Shirley to die. This is one of the people I care about. And how he was just killing everyone off, he, he finally realized like he needs to make each death worth more, not just have people die at his hands. And he starts being a lot more conniving. And then, like, when Rollo dies, right? Oh, my God. Rollo? No! Fucking when Rollo <gasps> dies. And Rollo's the one who caused Shirley to die in the first place. Yeah, I know. And then you can see how much Lelouch has grown, though, because once Rollo dies, it's still emotional. It wasn't just, like, I cast him offside, like I thought he was going to do, like everyone thought Lelouch was going to do. When Rollo does actually die, Lelouch is actually sad that it happened. He was like, he realizes... When I want change, when you want change this extreme, there will be deaths on both sides. It's not just one-sided where you can use people. You're going to have to lose people you care about. And it makes him more cautious and more conniving and more strong. And it builds his character until the final death that really mattered Wait, to me. Sorry. Did you actually think he was sad for Rolo's death? I'm pretty sure he was I just was sad for Rolo's it. death. I, I don't believe know. that shit. <laughs> I can't tell. Honestly, the first time I, I didn't care for Rolo's death, the second time I rewatched it, I was just like, holy shit, Rolo. I know you fucked up, but I love you, man. Oh, man. I, I love Rolo so much, but I'm pretty sure that Lelouch doesn't give a fuck about him. Anyways, the last death, go ahead. The last the last death being, supposedly, I, I want it to be the last death. <laughs> when Lelouch kills himself at the, kills himself at the end. Uh-huh. How he makes himself into a martyr with zero. And I'm just like, dude, this is beautiful, you know? There wasn't a bunch of uh, side characters that we half-assedly got to know before they got killed off. And each death progresses a different state of mind for Lelouch. And finally, at the end, when it all comes together, it's like he realizes if he becomes the ultimate evil and then dies, it can reunite the world. And I'm just like, that's a great sentiment, even though we know it's not possible because humans are terrible things. It's just great to understand and to to just see that. This is a really great series where they utilize death. That's how I feel about Code Geass. And I really hope season three doesn't fuck everything up. It won't. It'll be the best thing ever. Trust me. I sense a giant fucking retcon coming. No! Oh my god. Oh no. As long as it's a retcon along the lines of season two, episode one, then I am okay. Let's go back to high school. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, if it's just a high school arc, yeah, that's that's fine. I'll I'll take that. Everyone is geos with their memory again? (laughs) I don't know. How? Anyway, that's how I feel about, that's how I feel that Code Geass can utilize death really well. Not just to progress the story, but to unfold everything. And really, you see the effects on the main character. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I still think Euphemia was the most impactful death. <laughs> They're all good deaths. No, they all no, have actually, purpose. Because I'm pretty sure, in my opinion, that Lelouch doesn't give two fucks about Shirley. Because Shirley was always a fucking nagging pain in the ass. And he was always I, annoyed by I Shirley. I feel like that is just of your personal opinion. No. Because I'm pretty what sure okay, he feels sad episode. for Shirley first, and Rolo. First fucking episode. He, like is hiding from the people who are trying to kill him and Shirley's like, Lelouch, ring a ling ling, what's up? And then they're like, Oh, you're in the you're in the fucking trench. Let me go shoot your ass up. Like that is not like she wanted to do that. You just hate Shirley. Stop this. This is very entertaining. Okay. Quit this nonsense. Get off my podcast. Doesn't give two fucks about Shirley. Doesn't give two fucks about Rolo. The only woman he cared about was Euphemia and that's the only death that matters. They all matter. All deaths matter. Oh, God. 
How about we bring those are my those are my main main topic discussion ones. How about we bring anyone Chinoda else back before? Oh yeah, we should summon the Chinoda. Reel him on back. Um, you guys can keep going. I'll bring him back. Okay. Well, that was interesting that you used you wanted to talk about death as a catalyst for a plot because I thought that was like I thought that's like the standard use for death for to forward the plot. Um, an interesting use of death other than the plot was it when you use it to specifically study a character and develop a character irreverence of the plot (laughs) i can use words um such as like death parade where Mm -hmm. they die and then they have to examine their deaths and then like look at why they died or whatever i don't really remember what happened to death parade but (laughs) some shit happened yeah you wrote it down well it's like the obvious choice anyways um but yeah they use that's like a really contrived situation where death is used to um like examine the characters and something similar to death parade is angel eats oh god which let me get my tissues before i start crying basically (laughs) oh well spoilers for angel beats um all the characters they were all dead dead. (laughs) (laughs) you ever seen the sixth sense guess what spoiler sixth sense Bruce Willis was dead from the very beginning. He was a ghost. And yeah, <laughs> anyway. like, the entire show is trying to like move on from your death and like find solace, solace in your solace. Yes. Yeah. Who, who's in this your... Celeste bitch? <laughs> solace in your whatever in your afterlife or I thought what? I thought the purpose was um wasn't mainly focused around death. It was just that whoever was there at the high school, they all lived lives where they couldn't really fully enjoy their life and God played a cruel prank, I guess, and let them relive like uh sin free, you know, like they could actually be normal for once in their life. Which is why, uh spoilers again, the main bitch, the the <clears throat> Haruhi lookalike girl, I don't remember her name. Yui? You 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 some weird ass name. You talking about Kanade? No, 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 no. The one who looks like Haruhi. Oh, um I think it is Yui. Yuripe? Yuripe? Oh god. Yeah, Yuripe. Like the reason why she can't move on is because she feels guilty that her brothers and sisters died before she died, and she, that's why she couldn't live her regular life, and that's why she had regret, right? Yeah. I don't really think it's about oh. death versus just coping with, like, letting go and moving on. I mean, the, 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 the that is part of death, though. The show itself, to, at least to me, is about people being able to cross over after they die. Like, they have these they have these events or these things in their lives that they really can't get over that allowed them to not leave great lives so they're given a Mm. chance to fully pass over yeah that's how i interpreted it but i think the premise of the show is what john said but it feels more like what alex said anyway still a great show made me cry like a fucking baby too the opening song is so good oh man anytime angel beats anytime that piano starts playing it's like oh god no tissues worst finale (laughs) worse than kato (laughs) fuck you (laughs) makes less sense than kato Anyway, all right. So other aspects of death in anime that I'd like to talk about as well is, uh, you know, the the multitude of killing of characters that no one gives two fucks about or doesn't know much about, and it's just overly used. Like in Agama Got Kill. Why do you hate that? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> because it's used Have as you read a simple the convenience to just move no, forward. No, I, I. Oh, exactly. Uh, I stopped after spoilers for Agama Got Kill. I stopped after uh, Lubuk, Lubuk, whatever his name is. Okay. Died. So, okay, continue. Uh, I just feel like in A Comic Got Kill, literally everyone just dies and in the most gruesome ways. And that's just how it's supposed to be. 
and I never really cared for it. Like, uh, let's see, that dude's wife and daughter get raped and killed uh, when the main character guy, Tatsumi? Tatsumi. His friends are, like, skinned and hanged or whatever in the beginning. And I'm just like, this is very gruesome. And I don't find that any death in particular has purpose other than, oh, look at how fucked up these people are, man. I can't can't wait till they you try to kill them and then they kill one of you. Because that's literally all that happened. See, death flags everywhere. Oh my God. I, th- I thought for me, the appeal of a comic I kill was not like, oh, how gory can the death be? It's more like, who will die and when? You never know. Anyone could die. It's like a roll of the dice. Who knows? And I like that. Wow, I sounds really like, sounds like you're writing a song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll come out on iTunes on um, September first. Be woke about <laughs> when's, that. <laughs> when's the duet with Stay Nicki Minaj? Woke. Um, oh, I God. am Nicki Minaj. Thank oh, you. God. Okay. <laughs> okay, Nicki. Please, please continue. Please. Um. Okay. Like, um. The my one of my favorite deaths was like an early one or actually i think one of the first ones was shere shiel whatever the scissor the scissor bitch (laughs) who died like so suddenly and i loved it because she has such a great character design there was so much setup for her like character development and everything and they just killed that bitch off no regrets i'm like damn you got balls because i really like that character design and I respect the balls for um, being able to kill off a really nice character, even though you could have like been all cheap about him, been like, "Oh no, this is a good character. We should keep her in." No, I liked it. I like that they didn't. They had no holds. They're just like, you know what? You're gonna die. I don't care if you're a good character. I don't care if everyone loves you. You're dead. And I liked that. It was unpredictable. It was interesting. It was good. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they trigger a lot of like typical death flags. For a bunch of characters, like uh, I don't know what the pink girl name is, the one who uses pumpkin. Oh god, um, mine. Mine, yeah, mine, mine. I fucking hated that bitch. And when they uh started setting up the death flags for her, right when she gets together with Tatsumi, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait for her to die. I can't, and she doesn't fucking die, and I'm just like, fuck this, I'm done with life. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just salt about that. <laughs> like, it's just, it's all just death. That there's literally nothing but just, hey man. Look at these death flags. Who's gonna die? Oh, oh, spin the wheel. Yeah, this like, is so oh. fun. Spin the wheel. Don't you love spin <laughs> no. the wheel? I love spin That's the so wheel. That's so fucking lame. No, it's so fun. Who's wearing the red shirt tonight? <laughs> I mean, that's God. what it really was. And that's that's type of anime that I don't like death in. Wow. Where they just overly use it. It's just literally spin the wheel. Do you feel like it makes the death or the deaths cheap? Yeah, because no. they have no meaning other than God. we're just going to kill people close to this guy to piss you off, to make you want so make you want someone from the bad guys team to die. Then we're going to piss you off even more by making you look and sit through how the bad guy doesn't die and then a good guy dies to piss you off even more. It's just a giant fucking piss party. See, <laughs> Pissing think- on me. Oh my god. I'm sure you love that. Not into that. I'm, I am uh, not into you that. Are. Okay, like you the way you, you- the way you kill off characters, like, without developing them or without, I don't know, without making them a big moment or whatever. So, a Kamiga kill, the appeal of a Kamiga kill is that the deaths are random, in my opinion. They're really unpredictable. Yeah, there's lots of death flags, but not all of them pay off. 
So it's really hard to predict who's going to die when, which I think because of the surprise factor, it justifies the cheap killing. But on the other hand, when the cheap killing is like obvious and there's like a huge setup and then the character who was like a side character dies, then it's stupid because you already know it's going to happen. Like, what was the point of that? Like something similar to a comic got killed in that like surprise death probably not a surprise for you because you're a fucking source whore is <laughs> grimgar at least for me because spoilers for grimgar by the way um so yeah grimgar i didn't expect monito to die like what the fuck um but and he wasn't a developed character at all i had i knew shit about monito and he looked like he was going to develop so much and like everyone loved him so i like if they set that up, I would have hated it. But the thing is that I didn't see it coming. And to me, it was a surprise. So that justifies. So that's my differentiation between cheap killing and surprise. Do you remember Do you remember when Grimgar was airing and Mal had Monito listed as a main character? And the episode after he dies, they list him as a side character? Right. Did they actually? <laughs> they actually did that. Mal had him listed until he died, listed as a main character. And then the episode after he dies, he gets listed as a side character. Those bitches, my my god. I mean, no, see, in, in Grimgar, because I read it, <laughs> him dying actually does signify something, and it means something to the group, like, that this strong central figurehead that they all liked and were hoping to have, like, you know, that strong party leader, it wasn't him. <laughs> he was an idea that Haruhito had. Is it Haruhito? It's Haruhito, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. No, Haruhiro. 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 That's fucking, there's so many Harus that season, god. Yeah. <laughs> it, how? it signified, like, how. No, oh, fuck how. Fuck that. <laughs> that was what it fuck was, how. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, you know, it, it signifies how how <laughs> has to become the new main character because it's really it's about him. Uh, if you read it, 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 it centers around his point of view. Okay, but you wouldn't have known that beforehand if you had, didn't have prior information. <laughs> Which is why I told you the anime suck compared to the novel. <laughs> that makes no sense. Because <laughs> in the novel, you wouldn't have had prior information either. Whatever. Uh. I thought Grimgar's novel was pretty uh, decent. I didn't think it was that bad. It's pretty good. I've started reading it. Oh, I yeah. think they utilize death very well in Grimgar. They do. So, um, tying in... Okay, so you say that you don't like it when the death has no implications on the plot, is what I'm... Yep. Okay. Unless it's strictly about, like... If it's, like, something uh, Fist of the North Star-like, where Nani. everyone he fights, he just kills, right? Nani? Because... <laughs> That's just how it is. Like, he kills most of the people he fights against. That's fine. You know, these characters aren't even developed at all. It's just like, bad guy A meets Fist of the North Star and blows up and dies. That's not a problem to me. But when it comes to things like, um, let's say, A Sunday Without God, if you guys have ever seen that or I've heard of it. I have seen that. Okay. When, when Humpty Dumpty dies, right? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> Spoilers. When Humpty Dumpty dies... I am just so sad. And I was like, I thought this was about you. How dare you spend two episodes giving me your backstory, making me feel bad for you, only to just leave me at episode three. Then I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And I walked out. I Wait, fucking stopped actually, watching the did end. Did you actually? Yeah, I never finished it. Dude, it's so good. You should have I know, I just, it broke me. Ugh, you're such a fucking Because... Because you can't do that to me. I don't like You're that. You are a bitch. My God. That's what I mean by utilizing death in anime. Like, there was no reason for him to die. You are such a bitch. 
You still feel very passionate about this. I know, it's been like five years. I had <laughs> That's a, how I feel. I had a thing like that that almost got me to stop reading something. What? So, uh, spoilers for Naruto. Um, oh, no. I think, I think um, Tenoda, you've read Naruto, right? Yep, read, watched, masturbated. Okay, so, I, well, I didn't ask the last part, but sure. Uh, whatever floats your boat. Um, I think you kind of agree with me on this, because either you and I or me and Riker have talked about this. Probably but, Riker. Um, when they killed Neji in Naruto Shippuden, I almost stopped reading it. I almost, that's, well, I definitely stopped watching it at that point, but I almost stopped reading it. It's like, it pissed me off so much, because they've spent, what, 300 total fucking chapters across the, the original run of Naruto, plus the part two in the manga. It just to un- very unceremoniously, I might add, kill off what is a really good character. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. I mean, his 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 death had a lot of meaning and stuff behind it, but it's just the way he's killed is so unceremonious. It's not it's not befitting, and it's like it, it, it also does something very unshonen in my opinion. It's like it, shonen is very guilty of this, where there'll be a character who you either haven't seen for a long time, or a character who spent most of their time in the background suddenly getting a lot of screen time or page time, and that's usually a signal that this person's about to die a horrible death. And that doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen with Neji. He just appears suddenly, and he's dead. And it pisses See, me Neji's, off so much. N- Neji's death, to me, I was fine with. Because I was like, it, what it signifies was good. Because it was about the war, right? That, to me, was fine. Oh, it has a lot it of didn't, good meaning in it. And it, and it signifies it something yeah, really good. I, but I just pissed me off because I fucking loved him. I see what you mean. See, in, in this in this uh, circumstance, I don't mind it happening. <laughs> Even though I would have loved it for it to be grand. But that would have made it harder to say goodbye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. It's like just like it's like a band-aid. I ripped it off real fast. Okay, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean, that's true though. Band-aid right off. <laughs> I don't know. That for some reason that that very nearly got me to stop reading Naruto. It, it got me to stop watching Shippuden because when they get to that point in Shippuden, it's like nope, 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 nope. I ain't watching this no more. Damn. Naruto is one of those. It's a very shonen series. It's a very shonen in how it utilizes its deaths as well. But that's what I like. You know, I like death to have a meaning to something. And if it doesn't have a meaning, then don't even give it any meaning at all. Don't even give him a fucking name other than Evil Character A. I'm honestly wow. surprised. <laughs> Such a basic bitch. Naruto didn't uh, kill off an even bigger character like Kakashi or Sonate during uh, the final war. I'm really surprised yeah, it wasn't I mean, even bigger. Wouldn't that have made a whole lot of sense, though, to kill either Sonate or Kakashi? It or really would have. Like, that would have been much harder hitting. And a lot more impactful. Like, that would have been big. But once they killed Aero-sensei, like, who cares? <laughs> right? I don't need no, to well, when, yeah, when, was, tragedy. Well, the thing is, it was... Because oh. I feel like it would have been a cheap cop-out, because they already killed Jiraiya. If they killed someone else like Tsunada or Kakashi or Iruka-sensei, I'd been like, no, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> How dare you? Like, Naruto would have been... That's so sad, you know? If they already killed Jiraiya, who meant so much to Naruto as his mentor, then if they took away either Kakashi, Tsunade, or Iruka, like, it would have been, like, too much. That honestly. would have been a lot. Naruto has yeah. lost so much, man. He's already lost so much. Neji was, like, the amount, perfect amount of care a lot about, but not so much about that I would just destroy the world once over for. I mean, I just, I liked it because his character arc finally is... It seemed like it was going the right direction. Killed it. Well, here's the thing, though. I felt like don't get me wrong. I fucking love Neji. I do, but I feel like the character building he had it was just 
as normal as the character building everyone else had. Uh-huh. Like, within the yeah, side I, I agree with that, yeah. So I'm like... He could have gotten the, more. Yeah, exactly. If you were gonna kill him off, like, it should have been more character building. It should have mattered more. But I don't feel like yeah. it did, honestly. My biggest thing about it, though, was it just... It felt so unceremonial. It just felt like it was... It came out of nowhere. the audience. Yeah. I think it did its job, and it's okay. I just I see what you guys are saying. If it was more pronounced, then it would have been a better send-off. Yes, because, you know, Neji deserves more than this, guys. Neji deserved more. Of all the people, of all the side characters in Naruto to die, I never imagined Tenten would outlive everyone else. <laughs> Tenten's a goddess, fuck off. Tenten is a goddess, but... <laughs> she has, like, what, five lines in the entire first part of Naruto. <laughs> She she plays a big part at the end. What are you talking she about does in play the anime? A big part at the end, yes, but like all through it, she's like she's just in the background, and her her biggest line is like, uh huh. <laughs> but then how would you then killing Ten Ten off if they killed Ten Ten off instead of Neji? It would have made no sense. It would have been like, yeah, just one of your friends just died, dog. Like, oh okay. I'm not saying I wanted to die. I'm just saying you just didn't want Neji to die. I get it. God, they belong together, man. They did. They did. Says, eh, whatever. Anyway. She ends up single. <laughs> One of the few characters that does. One of the very, very, very few. <laughs> not, I'd like to point out, not only one of the characters that gets the fewest lines in all of Naruto, one of the few that ends up single. Not only is she cucked in the way she's treated verbally, she's cucked, she doesn't have anyone to be with. As the former Moving cock on. lord, I just have to say, even I feel sad for her. Anyway, it's yeah, fine, she got, she, she's got a lot of tools. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. does. Moving on. So I guess we can't talk about who's cute. The host. Wow. Well, we can't talk about death without uh, mentioning Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans because (laughs) that is spoilers for that, by the way. That show is Death Incarnate. (laughs) Um, So I have a question for you, uh, John. Did you like the deaths in Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans? Yes. Now, what is the difference between that and a comic got kill? Because like the deaths in Iron Blood Orphans, like they were like there were only like a couple that were relevant to the plot, but like most of them were side characters and they were kind of irrelevant. Because in the Mobile Suit Gundam universe, uh huh, uh-huh. that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm so used to having people die. Okay. Like I'm just like whatever. So uh, and then they'll what, try to like they'll they'll try to throw you off by killing people. That's important. So what like, I'm it happens in all is, the Gundam series is double standard for Gundam. That's what I'm hearing. Because <laughs> it's because uh-huh. it's Gundam. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Good to know. I I wasn't invested into it as much as I was in the comic. I killed. What? He's, he's John. He's the Gundam what? master. How are you more invested in a comic got killed than Iron Blooded Orphans? I don't because understand at the you time, <laughs> I'm a complicated man. Iron Blooded Orphans how is I way am. more emotional. Like a comic got killed is just like Shonen Splasher. What are you talking about? What do you? Do I didn't with know your that life? when I got into Ugh. it. I didn't know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So we've just proven John to be a broken man. That's what we've learned in this. I'm pretty sure we broke it. I mean, wasn't it obvious? Um, so another part of Iron Blooded Orphans is that I mean, major spoilers for Iron Blooded Orphans, but that in the end, the main character dies without fulfilling what he wanted to do. Um, and that was like super depressing. Um, and 
I don't know if I like that or I hate that because like the same thing happens in Death Note where the main character dies without fulfilling what he set out to do and it's just so so hard to watch it's it hurts me but like at the same time it's really well written I can't it just tears me apart I don't know what to think I think if it affects you that much, it did its job really well. No. Yeah, I, I think it did it very well because that's no. exactly what it wanted to do. No. It wanted to break you even more. <laughs> this is why I wasn't broken because I'm already broken. Uh, well. Christ. Iron Blooded Orphans is really good. Go watch it, guys. You should. Yeah. You keep telling me this. Like, it might ah, not watch matter it. God. overall in the Gundam universe, but as its own thing, it, it is really, really nice. And yes, another uh, show where the MC... Oh, damn it. I can't introduce it like that. Because then it's a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert! <laughs> We've gone this far. Continue. Spoiler alert for Cowboy Bebop. You know what? <laughs> oh, okay, hold on a sec. That's another, so I'll be taking off oh, my headphones God. again. Oh, God. Oh, this little baby. Okay. Little baby. You know, I watch more anime. <laughs> Chinoda, you suck. If it helps any, I was almost attacked with a knife just the other day because I, I told that, that I still haven't watched that. I mean, I think I think uh, Cowboy Bebop is good, but it's not worth a homicide over. It's a very aggressive person, okay? I'm just, yeah. Anyways, go on, guys. Just message me again. Oh, God. Right. Well, I have very <clears throat> um, unconventional opinions on Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, it's one of the shows where the main character dies without fulfilling what he wanted to do. I'm not entirely sure what he wanted to do. I interpret it as living a, like, I don't know, joyful life. Finding finding happiness in life, which he didn't do when he just died. So, I mean, I wasn't depressed, but I can tell that the purpose of that death was to be depressing. Um, but I just think that's a poorly written show in general. <laughs> So I couldn't, okay. I couldn't feel anything for it. Well, your opinions aside, um, I think it's all about the journey when it comes to Cowboy Bebop. That's what I personally felt. Yeah, the journey being like, more important than the destination. Bullshit. Uh, to me, I hate it when main characters or you know someone dies without fulfilling their desire because it's just like, oh god, all this regret. What do I do with this regret that I feel for you? So I felt the exact same way. However, with both, it's just like. It's the journey, you know. Even though Spike dies, and it's just like, well, what the fuck were, was his entire purpose of living? It's like, well, he just lived. He spent every day just being a fucking pirate, no. being being a little outlaw. He spent every fucking day procrastinating his. Fucking that's right. Deal. That's how he is. He moved no, on with life. That's not living his life. And then when he finally confronts his deal, he just goes and kills himself. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Bullshit. <laughs> that's not about the journey. He had the journey was shit. And then he died. That was what was Captain Bebop. You know, that that, that, that summarizes it, yeah. (laughs) You can view it like that. I I personally enjoyed his journey, so I think it's fine. I enjoyed it for the character, but in the end, he does die unfilled. Yeah, Yeah, there wasn't really a purpose. Just dies. (laughs) R.I.P. I mean, it it leads to one of the greatest outlines in anime history. See you, Space Cowboy. Disgusting. Greenbirds, but the OST's pretty good. (sighs) Same. All right, let's. Should we uh, invite Chinoda back in? Yeah. Yeah, Alex, reel him back. All right. You cast my line out and grab him. Oh my god. <laughs> As you're doing that, um, something we haven't talked about yet how about retconning deaths oh in god. anime. Oh man. Here we go. There's a. Oh god. There's a number. <laughs> 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 you 
put so many down. Jesus. We don't have to go through them all. <laughs> no, we should not. No. Uh, I'm just going to talk about this in general. I don't want to get into specifics for anime. I believe retconning deaths is fucking stupid, um, personally. However, I am fine with it if they... It's just like kind of a what-if situation, you know, like an OVA or a, this is the other route that they could have taken like kind of deal. Story. You know, yeah, not because uh, one of the uh, spoilers for Clannad, Clannad after story, uh, one of the ones listed here. <laughs> oh, God, oh Chinona, Chinona. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right, leave, leave right now. I got to talk about this real fast. Uh, Clannad after story, they retcon one of the uh, saddest moments in anime history, actually. Yes, they do. <laughs> With magical magical spell bullshit, but uh, I personally think that because I based it off of the movie where Nagisa actually is dead before it all started, and uh, I I love that side where she stays dead. But I also like how they showed like what it was like if she didn't die. But the true the ending was still she's supposed to be dead. Good. So that I don't really understand why it's even there. <laughs> I know. They didn't really retcon her death because they just showed a, a what if situation. Because in the end of season one, they also show a what if situation for uh, Kyo. I believe her name was Kyo, right? Yes. Yeah, but that was a yeah, separate you... OVA, whereas yeah, the and magical then... thing wasn't bundled separately. It's like literally part of the season. But that was just supposed to be the after story. No, yeah, that this was is just, not. This is just fan pandering. This They just were doing that for just like entire... a what if she no. did live. Okay, if you want to interpret it like that, okay. That's how I interpret it because she does die. If you watch the very first movie, she's dead and he goes crazy and it's super sad. It oh, is, God, I feel so sad. hyper sad is what it is. <laughs> cry manly tears no um, i cry bitch tears yeah, to say no I, even i don't buy that it's the bitchiest of bitch. <laughs> I, I i cry the bitchiest of bitch tears after watching the clenad movie and then wa- watching all of clenad and then nagisa dies that's how i believe the true ending to be that she died but i don't mind that they retconned it just for like what six five or six episodes right yeah it, was it wasn't very long episodes, it, really that long yeah it was just a little arc of what if Nakisa didn't die? You guys are happy family <sighs> with family problems. Like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, hey, uh, the next one on the list is, is all Noah Zero. Wait, is it wrong that I oh. cry when that song comes? Yes. No. <laughs> Wait, let me grab Chinoda. Let's see. What are we talking about next? Um, well, oh, I God. wanted to talk about Tokyo Ghoul, but I'm not going to go into specifics because. Okay. I would just want to say that I agree with you in general that like 99% of retconning deaths is fucking stupid and you shouldn't do that. Um, but the only exception I can think of off the top of my head is Tokyo Ghoul manga, which I'm not going to specify which character, but uh-huh. the, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but um, <clears throat> the thing about Tokyo Ghoul is that they set up a death for a character that is so cliche and unbelievable and like you really have to suspend your disbelief to think that they're dead because like it just makes no sense but they died um regardless of whether it makes sense or not and then later on in the manga they're like what kind of idiot do you think you are to think that this person is dead like it makes no sense <laughs> like they literally address it like you why why do you think they're dead like that makes no sense and i'm like i know right it makes no sense and then they retcon the death and be like there's no way this person could have died there's just no way and i'm like you know what thank you thank you for not treating me like an idiot and addressing the stupidity that was there so that's like a really off the wall exception so other than that retconning's pretty shit yeah well would you even consider that a retcon death though because they didn't die right well they were assumed to have died I, uh, okay 
So that makes me think of animes and mangas that do the whole like, oh, maybe this person died. Maybe they didn't. We don't know. We don't know. We're going to have to assume they're dead, though. And then it turns out they didn't die. And I'm just like, well, if the story never set it up to be an emotional impact, if there was like no reason for it other than this person just dies part of the story and then they retcon it, I think nothing of it because I'm like, whatever, this is a shit anime if it does that anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, Im- I-, I don't quote me on this, but it might have actually been literally stated that this person had died because there oh. was like it was like in the news you know uh-huh. what i'm saying okay yeah no i don't page. like <laughs> that that's I, again just retcon and death in general is just not okay with me i don't like it because uh, again you know my my view is death should be treasured it should be something impactful it should have meaning it shouldn't just be willy-nilly like uh hmm shit all right uh the next one i wanted to talk about uh <laughs> <laughs> was just, that was a great transition <laughs> Because I'm not sure if I should. I'm not sure if everyone's seen Madoka here. I have. Because I just okay. Is is Chinoda back? Can I talk yeah, about Madoka? Yeah. Don't worry, I've watched it. Oh, you've seen it? Oh, oh okay. my god! Okay, <laughs> thank god. Actually, seen. My god. And to me, in Madoka, I don't think the deaths mean anything at all, and I actually don't like Madoka using the deaths of a bunch of characters because it's just like stupid, in yeah, my opinion. I um, when I was like looking through all the deaths. Uh, anime i sorted madoka as death for the purpose of shock yeah that (laughs) is my point like i think madoka is not a terrible anime but how they use death like after i got over the initial oh my god it's supposed to be cute magical girls then they die (gasps) then i rewatched it i was like yeah that's all right whatever score is good oh the music is fantastic (laughs) yeah that's how i felt because after the initial shock which is what they used in madoka you don't really care. You're just like, you know that there's death incoming. Like, what, <laughs> what am I supposed to like now? What's supposed to shock me? Yeah, I don't know. That, I that's think, how I felt I about Madoka. You're dying. Aren't you shocked? I think that's pretty much all the deaths and actually all the violence in general in Madoka is used for purely for shock value. It's not supposed to necessarily have any meaning. Yeah, and that's something I didn't really like. I mean, you think about when Madoka came out, that was a relatively new concept to have lowly-looking girls killing each other. Yeah, yeah, that's brand new, but... In this day and age, it, you know, there's a bunch every more out show. there. <laughs> every <laughs> other show is lolly Every other death. show. Yeah. I mean, we, you we know, kill like, lollies. like uh, what was it, uh, Magic Girl Raising Project, it's just Madoka Squared. Yeah, that's why I'm like, it's I'm over it, whatever. There's another anime that does that, and actually it's listed here. Um, another is all, oh, yes. all of the nice pun. anime are pure. And actually, has anyone else here? It's just gore. It it's is. just gore porn. I fucking hated another. What? Has anyone else here actually read the novel that the anime is based on? No, only you. you can okay. answer no. that yourself. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't. Um, but the deaths in the novel are so much more nuanced and they're very much more suspenseful than they are in the anime. In the anime, it's just, oh, here's someone falling down the stairs, landing on a fucking umbrella, dead. And it's, yes, that death is actually in the novel, but there's so much more foreshadowing that comes for it and there's so much tension throughout that before it happens. In the anime, it's yeah. just like throwing deaths at you one after <laughs> on, another. Uh, in the anime, literally first episode at the end, it happens. It's just no build up, nothing. Just no. literally death and then gore. And just, just and blood everywhere. And in another, it's just like that the entire time, which is why I did not like another. I think I think you would like the novel, though, if you read it. There's so much tension to that novel before every single death. Well, not every single death, but a majority. Yeah, in the future, maybe. 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 I highly recommend the. I highly recommend the novel. I don't really recommend the anime. Yeah, I don't recommend the anime either. Unless you like watching a bunch of gore, like watching was it Blood Sea, which has a bunch of fucking gore. That has a ton of gore in it. Then yeah, if you like gore, go watch it. If you don't, uh, avoid it. 
Void it like the plague. Blood Plus has a lot of gore and blood in it, too. Yeah, it does. The Blood series. Just gore. Hmm. <laughs> a title right. of blood, you'd think it had blood in it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Moving on. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about death as a natural part of the setting, which we kind of covered uh, with Code Geass. Yeah, when it's gonna... used naturally and stuff, it's fine. You know, it, it's organic. It it moves the story along with the characters. It's not used as just like literally someone died. It has to progress. It's someone died. This character has to change dependent on this death and progress that way. You know, it moves the story and it's not used willy nilly. Well, actually, what I meant by when I, I was the one that put that down, but what I meant when I wrote that down <laughs> as death being a natural part of the setting is that, like in Code Geass, the setting is a war torn, a war torn. Oh my god, I can't speak. <laughs> like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, dictatorship that's like killing everyone. That's sort of oppress that's oppressing everyone so with oh that, i see what you with mean. that kind of setting okay. you would expect people to die and people do yeah. die right so like the amount of death reflects how much you would expect from the setting so in that way it's kind of like it makes sense and same thing with iron-blooded orphans where you the setting is that child soldiers are being put up to fight against like the military and of course there's going to be deaths with child soldiers like y- you wouldn't expect them all to survive so you know that's a good use of that and just a counterpoint to uh using death properly to reflect the setting is like my hero academia where the heroes are fighting villains like every day and no one dies like come on the villain isn't gonna pull out a knife and stab a bitch nah <laughs> like you the- have powers that literally bend physics yet you don't want to snap their back i, I don't know. understand you but like okay yeah. i can understand that the heroes don't want to kill the villains but how has a villain not killed a hero by now they like, have. come on there's no hero killer code of- yeah who he kill no one he put that bitch in a hospital he didn't kill him <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, shonen is it's a shonen more often than not. I know, I know that's the genre, but I'm just using it as a counter. I don't know, man. In Dragon Ball Z, people die. Okay, that's one. <laughs> Only to be that's revived one. later. I'm just saying that, like, with a setting like MHA, you would expect uh, people to die because people are fighting for their lives, but they don't. Uh-huh. So that's where it just doesn't. The death toll doesn't reflect the setting, and that's like to me, that's like. A problem like it takes me out of the show like it's hard to believe that this is happening but i see what you mean yeah if it's a setting where it's like there's literally combat every day and a bunch of fucking injuries and like people are literally getting hospitalized an inch away from death why aren't people dying yeah no one has died the fucking quote-unquote hero killer has not killed anyone on screen yeah i i don't know i can't say anything about mha since i don't read or watch it i regrettably do both Oh, that's a shame. I know. Shame. You could easily stop doing either. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm too far in. <laughs> that's actually pretty surprising that I, I thought with the name Hero Killer, he would have killed heroes, but I, that's really stupid. <laughs> I know. Quite honestly. <laughs> like, there's this whole dramatic moment where it's like, the Hero Killer got my brother. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And then, like, 10 minutes later, you see him in a hospital, like, alive and i'm like what the fuck the hero killer got him how is he alive <laughs> whatever. whatever i feel like that's due to just the setting of shonen though where yeah. people don't really die <laughs> it's I mean, kind of just a thing not really because uh, shonen though ha- shonen has a long history of having the immortal heroes where they're not supposed to die because they have to come back next week 
Then well, again, Naruto was a shonen and people died. That's true. Lots of people I mean, died. But it's not like they died all the time, I think. No, no, which is why I thought it was great, because they used their deaths carefully in a shonen. They, you also, can use, they, they also should be shown. Yeah, I see what you mean. If MHA actually had, like, impactful deaths, instead of just, like, they just got the shit beat out of them to an inch of their life, I feel like it would be making for a better story. Yeah, and the thing about MHA that, like, hits home in particular is that, like, it's supposed to be set in, like, modern day, not some, like, fantasy land. So I feel like modern day sort of, like, rationale should be <laughs> should be applicable to what's happening, where, like, people actually want to kill each other. It just seems very set in reality instead of, like, in some far-off fantasy land, but whatever. I, I can think of something else that's guilty of that, well, to a point. Go ahead. And that would be JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Especially in its first two parts, because, like, literally no one dies in the first two parts of JoJo's. People just get hurt. Well, in the case of cars, he just flung out in space, but <laughs> he could come back. Part 9. Confirmed. How do you kill a god? <laughs> you beat Joseph Joestar. Um, but then you get to part 3, and then at the end, like, people are starting to die left and right, and you're thinking, oh god, what the fuck is going on? Like, at the end of part... Th- spoilers for JoJo's, by the way. Should um, I take off my headphones? God damn it. Sure, Chinoda. No, is it big? Why are you even here? Is, is it big oh, enough? Oh, shit. Is it big enough that I need to take off my headphones? I mean, it's it's the end of part three, so yes, you should take off your headphones. <sighs> Go ahead. So, at, at the end of part three, you have like a three episode session where you have Iggy die, you have Abdul die, and then you have Kakyoin die. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? There's going to be no one left very soon. And then you're left with the impression until the very final episode that Joseph Joestar dies. Um, and then it has, it has part four, which is very like happy-go-lucky and oh, let's all gather up and kill the big bad, which they do. Actually, they don't. An ambulance. Um... <laughs> And then you get to part five, which is fucking brutal, and everyone fucking dies. I think that's why Araki introduced healer character, because he realized that people are losing a lot of blood and not dying. That's my whole point. Major spoilers. Major spoilers. I said major spoilers at the beginning. That's uh, okay, I tuned you out. <laughs> You've read part three, I know. Yeah, I know. You should read more. Oh, God. I have so much to read and to watch, it's... Duh. 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 Anyway, JoJo's is just as guilty of that, at least it wasn't the beginning. Yeah, but, you know, because it evolves, you know, the, the mangaka realizes, like, this is something about fighting where people are literally getting their arms snatched off yet not dying, but they should be dying. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah well, I mean, it in, makes sense. in part two, Joseph Joestar loses an entire hand that doesn't bleed out. <laughs> he just sitting I there. Mean, in, a world, in a world full of stand powers, is it really that unbelievable to think, like, oh, don't worry, they won't bleed out? It was before stands, though. She said, Steam Wagon come looking, oh, Joestar's son. It's true. That's true. All right. Call back the Chinoda. All right. Because I have nothing to add to this. He's coming back. You can you can go on now. All right. Well, I have nothing left to say with our um really great list here <gasps> for never killing anyone. The last thing we're gonna talk about is like uh, animes that never kill anyone, even though the story would benefit. Um, I I honestly can't think of any anime for me where they don't kill anyone. So like the ones that they people should be dying. But don't die. I don't like watching or reading that type of shit. So you just drop it, drop that shit. <laughs> yeah, immediately. honestly, I I do. <laughs> it's like if they're supposed to die and they don't die, I'm like, I don't want to read this. This is gonna be garbage. <laughs> I don't want this weak shit. God, it's so hard to please. It's like I know. no dying. 
I'm not watching. Oh, too many deaths. No, I can't watch this. <laughs> There's a specific amount oh I'm okay my with. God. <laughs> it's John's death to life ratio. <laughs> there is a golden ratio, and this is how you should appreciate anime. Uh huh. Sure. I can definitely think of one. I can definitely think of a show that would definitely benefit from at least having one death, especially toward mm-hmm. the end. And mm-hmm. spoilers for Dorara, but I think show you kind of agree with me on that, don't you? Oh, and I agree so much. There are certain <laughs> there are certain characters, especially in the last scene of Dorara, that would have definitely benefited from being killed off. Oh yes, yes. I'm so livid about Dorara. Like that, I was so into it. And then nothing fucking happened at the end. And you know what? I'm done with it. Cut ties. Cut loose. <laughs> I just, I'll never forget. I will never forget the, the week. Because leading up to it, you were like, oh, I love Dorara. It's one of the best things I've ever watched in my life. Oh, Dorara, Dorara. And then the week that, that final episode, the last season aired, you were like, fuck Dorara. This show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was so happy about the third, the third part of the second season, and then it just that last episode didn't deliver on anything. It was a weak ass, pussy, fucking sugar coated ending. I wanted to see blood spilled. I wanted to see heads rolling, but no. The sad thing no. is, especially for Dorara, the only head that was rolling was Selty, and she been rolling the whole time. The sad thing for Dorara is they kind of build it up toward the end where, like, some die. Not everyone's going to survive the end, and then nothing happens. Like, they didn't even... they There was, like, not even any meaningful progression to anyone. Like, not no deaths, no nothing. It's just literally back to square one. And I'm like, what was the point? What was the point? It was essentially not, not a death retcon. It was an entire story retcon, essentially. Yeah, it was. So which is it begs the question especially as someone who is a writer why did you bother writing this in the first place exactly okay the only thing i can think of why they did that was that they didn't want to piss off fans and they were like fan service everyone's alive everyone's like having fun in ikebukuro <laughs> giggles have fun i'm like no i think the writer of durara and i haven't read all of the light novels that i've read the first one and i'd love to read through all of it see if there is I think I had the sneak suspicion the writer wrote himself in the corner of wanting to have a happy ending, but not really knowing how to do it already written. Because with the everything up to start of the last part of that second kind of gives this impression that it's not going to be a happy ending, but I think he always wanted to have a happy You see what I'm saying? Um, Honestly, I don't know if he wanted... I couldn't tell if he wanted a happy ending or not, just looking at the show itself. I just thought he wanted to write an interesting plot and an interesting plot doesn't end with a weak ending. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it's, just, it is a, it's a great shame because there's so much good stuff that comes for it. it there is so much. And a so lot of sad. great characters, too. Yeah. It's a shame none of them died. Speaking but, of... Yeah, uh, please, go with uh, the next one. No, go with the next one. I can't wait to be talking well, about Well, I don't know how related this is, but speaking of an author who... Wait, did this author wanted to, want to have a, a, a sad ending but ended up with a happy one? Is that what you said? With Dorara? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Well, <laughs> another instance of that where it's like the literal, literally what happened is the Attack on Titan mangaka <laughs> who said in a previous interview that he really wanted to have an irresponsibly bad ending for Attack on Titan. But since the manga is so popular, he's going to have to rewrite it to make it better. What? <laughs> what type of shit is that? Yeah, he's like... Pardon? What type of shit is that? I know, right? I'm like, what are you doing? And in an interview, he's like, oh, I wanted it to, I wanted the Attack on Titan manga to end like 
the movie The Mist. And in what? the movie The Mist, oh my god, everyone dies and the main character commits. Jesus. So and then you know, at the end, right after he kills himself, the army walks through in the mist. Oh disappears. yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. I totally forgot, <laughs> this is, but now you remember this is that. Giant fuck you, dude. Oh the my mist. god. Oh man, The Mist oh, is such man. a shitty movie, though. No, I love The Mist. Oh, it's such a shitty I've movie. I've never what? seen it. So. It's really good. I recommend. Oh man, Anyways. like it, it's so much build up, and then like, oh, kill yourself. Everyone's fine. I loved it. Then literally two seconds later, oh army walks through flamethrowers, dissipating the mist. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, Fuck. literally ten seconds after he kills himself, the his, the rescue party comes. So <laughs> that's the mist. Basically, that was attacking. What was attacking Titan was gonna be apparently, um, which would have sucked. <laughs> Like so it would have been much. a giant fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah. god, that would have been so horrible. Um, but yeah, uh, we don't know how it's gonna end or when it's gonna. If it's going to end, never, never. Yeah. It's, it's too popular to end, but whatever. Yeah. yeah I um, I thought you were gonna talk about what was written there next to Tirara, but oh, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, you want to talk about <laughs> how no talk one about... died in the Lost Village? Spoiler. I mean, I was happy about that. I don't even want to talk about the Lost Village. Me neither. Uh, so shitty. Wasn't um, even a corpse. I thought it was going to be corpse party and didn't turn out to be corpse party. Whatever. There were no corpses. There was alleged oh. corpses. There was one alleged person corpses. face down in a river. <laughs> That's literally what I was talking about. I, I don't care. Fucking I'm never going to. Face down. Yeah, the, the Lost Village, the season this came out, there was a bunch of hyped up anime that just did not live up to its name. Talking about the, the same season it came out? Talking about Keys Niver. Oh, Keys Niver. Oh, God. Let's not even go into that. I'm sorry. Um, but more relevant to the topic, um, another anime or actually another manga where I think the story would benefit from actually killing people off again, Tokyo Ghoul, um, which I guess spoiler, there, there is not really, it's like light spoilers, but like basically everyone gets like, like stabbed, like sliced up, their heads get decapitated, mutilated, amputated, and everything you can imagine happens and everybody's still alive. Like what? Wait. How what? do you get, get decapitated but not die? Cuz they're ghouls. Cuz <laughs> Ah shit, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so they're not even like zombies. You can't even shoot them in the head. Nope. And I'm like, this is very this is very gory and interesting, but like can a bitch die? Can someone die? <laughs> can please? a bitch die? <laughs> No, can you help a brother out? Let a bitch die. Yeah, get a brother die, please. <laughs> Call the police. Coroner out. Coroner is out of business. There's no money to provide for his family. Um, All right. That's All right. <laughs> oh, with that, uh, I think it's time we wrap it up, guys. It's been yep. fun. Yep. I always do it wrong. <laughs> Kill it while it's good. Kill it while it's good. We've gotten to that point. Uh, I'd like to thank you all out there for dropping in and listening on us. I hope you enjoyed your time here because I sure enjoyed doing this topic because I, I, I'm the one who suggested it. <laughs> hope everyone else on the podcast liked doing this topic with us. Uh, if you want to check out our previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and visit our website. Yes, we have a website. I, I don't know if you guys have been updating your... um web novel there but we have we have a well, web actually, novel there we're working on it we're going to be working on it tomorrow night oh oh look at that a little inside information so you know check out that web novel folks uh if you guys have any questions comments concerns dick pics you want to send to chinota uh feel free to shoot us an email we have an email all these links will be listed down below i have been your host john and i will see you guys next time
Say goodnight, everyone. Good night. Banana. Auga. Oh,